goal of this short podcast is to introduce feminism. Before we begin, it is important to know there are many different waves of feminism. One of the first waves of feminism began for women to have equal rights in society. But now we have moved through several waves from modernist, postmodernist, and post-structural feminism. I am going to talk about radical feminism, a postmodern view to feminism through a bell hooks perspective. So throughout, I will be drawing from her works. I would recommend, if you are interested in feminism and feminist theory, then beginning by understanding the different waves is a great start. This podcast today is a reductionist view of feminism and its core concepts are shown. But if you want to go deeper into this for research purposes, there are plenty of scholarly articles that can assist you in this task. To support you as you start or to see any of the concepts I am mentioning, I would recommend downloading a free PDF copy of Bell Hook's book, Feminism is for Everyone. You can see this easily online from a quick Google search. As Hooks has said, feminism is one of the most powerful social justice movements and struggles of the postmodern era and serves the needs of all individuals through advocating to end sexism, sexist exploitation and oppression of all kinds. For Hooks, sexism begins from birth when a child comes into the world and people purchase pink for females and blue for males. So normative gender socialization begins. Females are taught to be feminine and males are taught to not show emotion and told to man up or told boys don't cry if they attempt to show emotion. Moving into adulthood, women are taught the value of their appearance and men are taught to show masculine traits, which conforms to the patriarchal system where men are most dominant in society. So depending on identity, individuals are sexualized in different ways. We see this in PE, when females are offered dance and gymnastics and males are offered American football or rugby. Hooks argues it is ending this sexism that will allow us to end all types of oppression, such as racism, ableism and classism, etc. So the feminist movement aims for equal access to peace and well-being for all people. Importantly, feminism is a perspective. While people might say they are a feminist, no one can truly live a feminist life. Because you can, but you can be a feminist advocate. For example, think about a time when you have bought something that is considered fast fashion, so cheap clothing. It is often made from overseas sweatshops. Purchasing this type of clothing would not make you a feminist. As another example, if you are a white woman, by not listening to and advocating for African-American or Asian women's rights, you are not promoting equal access for all. Thus, you are not advocating for feminism. We should see feminism as a view towards life, an attempt to live as considerately as possible. There are several concepts included in feminism, and today I'll just draw on a couple of these, such as feminist politics, conscious raising, and women at work. Let's unpack each of these a little by beginning with feminist politics. Those that advocate for feminism are educated on political matters 
and are vocal about political matters. For example, feminist advocates wouldn't be anti-abortion because they would see women's reproductive rights as a personal choice. As another example, feminist advocates wouldn't be anti-gay rights because again, no matter how you identify, oppression of all kinds is sought to be eradicated. Therefore, those engaged in radical feminist movements are highly involved and educated on political matters and share this political consciousness with others. This is done through conscious raising, which seeks to raise the consciousness of others about political and societal matters. For example, this could include sharing the financial profits of large private companies used for standardised tests in public schools with students or parents, or advocating to end segregated school systems that perpetuate a white supremacist system with the school board, or even in PE, advocating to end single-sex PE classes, which can pit those who identify differently in sometimes uncomfortable and painful positions and make them conform to normative categories. In other words, those interested in conscious raising share their learning with others in an attempt to raise others' consciousness towards ending sexism, sexist exploitation and oppression of all kinds. Feminist conscious raising educators would reject direct teaching styles and would encourage dialogue and open discussion with students on social justice topics in education. They'd also avoid standardisation, competition and individualism that is often perpetuated through standardised schooling systems. Lastly, to show a commitment to the movement, feminists take their perspective into their workplace and advocate to end all types of oppression. Even though women, trans and gender non-conforming individuals are working in a number of roles, they are still subject to gender discrimination. Unfortunately, women, trans and gender non-conforming individuals face stressful and unsatisfying work conditions and sometimes juggle family constraints as well. This construct is integral to feminism and highlights the patriarchal system still at play within employment and continued unequal pay conditions. We see this trickle down into physical education through the institutional structures that perpetuate these systems of inequality. While this was a whistle-stop tour of feminism and just a handful of its constructs, I conclude by saying that anyone can be an advocate for feminism if they argue for equality and equity for all individuals. But there should be no gap between advocating and theorising about feminism and practising a feminist lifestyle. Lastly, as Bell Hooks has argued, the feminist movement and scholarship surrounding feminism should avoid academic jargon, and so all of her books are easily read for the masses. This is one way that we can share the message towards equality for all individuals. If you want more information on this perspective, then feel free to reach out to me anytime by email or Twitter. Thanks for listening to another episode of Playing with Research in Health and Physical Education.